Okay, so. I just want to come out here and talk about a few things. So. I feel like I ended the last episode abruptly. But I feel something else in my heart. So. Today, it seemed like it's been like a roller coaster. Where. I woke up earlier, I prayed, then I slept, then I woke up again, ate and prayed, and when I woke up, I just felt like something had shifted, something had definitely shifted, where it felt like you know the second I opened my eyes which I had been in and out of like sleeping I had woke up a few times and went back to sleep woke up a few times went back to sleep because I was like I feel like I'm I'm being woke up or awakened I feel like I'm being awakened like it seems like four or five times and I'll go to I'll go back to sleep and then I wake back up again so this time when I'm awakened I can hear like it feels like my family members and they're talking when they're talking they're like like it's cool and you know this is just it's cool it's normal it's nothing major you know when i heard that i felt like interestingly enough because i check in my spirit like do it feel kind of normal do it feel evil do it feel like it's they're up to something like everybody's out to get me or like it's some wicked like like you know like I don't want to have to reiterate the whole entire situation but I know that I'm constantly having to it feels like remind people but I don't have to really remind them but just like defend my name because I know about what happened last year and how everybody targeted me because of who I am now I've made some mistakes I'm not saying that I haven't yet still the mistakes that I've made you know doesn't it doesn't add up to why everybody feels like you know I'm like they're supposed to end me and they say it's because of what I've done and when I think about it and try to make it make sense I say you know what actually I feel like I want to believe you like what you're saying you're doing it for i want to believe you but i just know that that's not right or true so if that's what you say you're doing it for if that's what you believe you're doing it for fine but like you just gonna have to find out like everybody else like that's just not what it is and that's just not the case but i you know constantly deal with that and i realized like you know who really doesn't know that's in this you know and i realized like it's an entire attack on attack on everything that is good great about me that god has built me up to be like it's an attack on my intelligence it's an attack on my faith in god it's an attack on my ambitions and my destiny my future my hopes anything good about me that's what they're attacking and it's every single last one of them and all of them are attacking it so 
I realized like it's a thing to try and tear me down. So that I don't feel like has, you know, a lot to do with what they say they're doing it for, which is frustrating because it's like if that's what you say you're doing it for. okay, but like my spirit is telling me like you're just not right. Like, you're just not right. And if I was to read you, I would probably find out exactly why you were doing it. Now, all that, you know, aside, it's witchcraft. So, there's really no excuse for that anyways. So, all I know is, you know, I wake up and I hear, you know, like, family members in, like, the spirit realm, like, discussing different things i can barely make out what they're talking about because like they've made it a thing you know do not let her hear what it is that's going on do not let her in it like that's you know that's what that's what they're fighting me the most about we don't want her to know what's going on we don't want her to know you know what we're talking about because we don't want her to know who she is and it brings me back to a sermon i watched yesterday as I prayed, it felt like with the church, even though it was online, um, the pastor kept repeating, if only you knew who you were, if only you knew who you were. But it seemed as if the pastor was repeating that after I was already hearing that from God. Like, if only you knew who you were, if only you knew who you were. So... I know that they know who I am. And this attack is based off of that. It's not based off what they say it's about. Which is extremely frustrating because even though I know I have God, I understand he's allowing this. So I have to figure out in my, you know, from what I can perceive and understand why he's allowing it. It's not about them or what they're doing or what they're capable of doing it's about what he's allowing you and why and the reason being is because i realized that only only god knows why he's allowing something like this to happen and it's clearly for you know a very good reason so i realize he's allowing this to happen from what i can perceive for my better for the betterment of me but you know, so that I can become who it is he knows I will and can be. So, it gets frustrating because I know that, but, you know, sometimes it feels like so much is required of me and it gets frustrating and I feel like, where the, where's my break? You know, I don't get a break at all. No. And this is going on two years. So, you know, I'm sure a lot of people would say, but this is God and you, you know, and, and the pastor, Pastor Mike Jr., I just watched one of his sermons and he said, you know, why does it seem like when you, when somebody else go do something, nothing happens. But when I go do something, I get bit by the snake. And I felt like a absolutely like as soon as he said that i was like absolutely like that's right that's exactly right right there because 
that's what I've been asking. I feel like my whole life, my whole life. I remember asking that so many different times. One time I asked somebody who was older. I just asked it and the older person, you know, responded. She said, because you're anointed by God, you're protected by God. And so if you're asking God, why when I do it, I'm hurt. But when everybody else does it, they get away with it so many different times. That's because you're blessed. He's keeping you from things. You can't do everything everybody else is doing. And that's exactly what the pastor said. It's because of your anointing. Immediately, I understood. Like, I've always known it, but I still felt like it was irritating. That's why I still asked. Sometimes God speaks through people when you're not listening to him. So, I felt like... That was on point. And I kind of been like, that's been on my heart kind of like ever since that person had said it. Even though God had already told me that I just didn't want to accept that answer. Ever since that person had said it, it's been on my heart. And then when he said it, I'm like, yeah, I know that now. But still feel good to see that somebody else understands that. And so, I am... Knowing that this is about my anointing. I know that this is why I'm targeted. God said that this would happen. You know, <laughs> he could have never possibly prepared me enough for what I was going to have to face in the different demons I would have to conquer. Yet still, you know, I, I know that it's, you know, obtainable through him. All things are possible with God. So, as I wake up. I hear them discussing things. They don't want me to hear what they're discussing in the conversation, really. They they make jokes all the time. They say different stuff casually. And a lot of the stuff I just cannot hear because a lot of the jokes that they're cracking, a lot of the things that they're saying casually is information that would help me understand what is going on, why I'm being targeted, why they're doing this, why am I being isolated and singled out. And also, it would help me to understand how I can overcome this situation. Even though I know the only way to overcome this situation is with God and listening to him. He is leading me in exactly whatever direction I need to go in. Even if it feels like I'm missing out on vital information that they are speaking about or talking about, God never skips a beat. So, I've noticed that in my life, even without this situation. Where it feels like, you know, if I had went to college, I would have learned this. If I had done this, I would have learned that. If I had worked this job for this long, I would have learned that. And then I find out that I'm learning it anyways because God has given me all the information that I need regardless. And I'm not missing a thing. And if I had ever decided that anything was more important than him, the only thing I would have been missing out on was him. So I'm not missing a thing. And he showed me that, you know, nothing else in this world could have prepared you like I will and have. And I'm so grateful for that. So when I think about, you know, how frustrating it is that I'm missing out on certain information or I feel like I'm, I'm not able to hear certain things or be in a conversation or they're blocking certain, you know, vital pieces of information and casual conversation that everybody else is able to talk about and know all about, but I'm not allowed to know. I remember or just I'm reminded by God every single time like you know everything it is you need to know you have everything that you need I 
am providing for you everything that you need to know at this time. Do not let them trick you into believing that they are able to keep anything from you or that they know anything that you don't because they don't. So I'm so, you know, grateful for him every time he does that. And I, I take solace in that. I have to learn. I've learned to just be confident in that. But when I'm hearing them discussing things casually and talking, it, the issue was not about, you know, they were discussing things casually and talking and like it was stuff I couldn't know. That's not the issue because that's been going on for at least two years now. That's not the issue. The issue was that they were trying to make me feel like this is cool. Like this is okay. Like this position is cool. Like we want you to be in this position where we're allowed to keep all this information from you and play over your life and play over, you know, you. And that's where we want to keep you. So let's make you feel comfortable now. Like all of a sudden today when I woke up, it's it's okay. It's good. Like everything's good, you know, move forward like this. Isn't this okay for you? And I've always despised that position where it's like I have to be comfortable with whatever you're giving me. That's what you're telling me. You're telling me, okay, we're going to sit over here and eat abundantly and, you know, live lavishly and have whatever we want. And then we'll give you the crumbs. And, you know, you should be glad that you're getting anything. <laughs> like, what do you think this is? And it's not even about, you know, me feeling like I'm better than you. And who are you to tell me what I can have or nothing like that? It's more like I know what God told me I'm, I'm, I'm going to get and that I'm going to have. And somehow you feel like you can trick me into getting lesser than that. Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are to tell me I'm going to sit at the kid table? When God already told me he's fixing up my own table. Like you need to be careful because the way you're acting and the way that you are, you know, going about the the way you move. <laughs> like when you see my table, you won't be at it. That's how it that's how that's what it is for me. Like honestly, it's already gotten to that point. It's it's far past that point where it's like God is setting my table up and you're not going to be eating at my table. And your table looks nothing like what my table is going to look like. So, you know, I don't even have to tell you to be careful. It's too late. But I don't want to say it's too late. You know, God is, he works in mysterious, wonderful ways. And like he told me a few years ago, when I'm blessed and once I have everything that he's going to give me, I am not going to feel vengeful. I am not going to have an attitude that says, you know, look what I got. Look what you can't have. You missed out on this. And, you know, I told you so. I told you I was going to be here. No, God is like, you're going to be so blessed and so abundant. You're just going to want everybody to be that blessed and that abundant. So if I want you at my table by then, I would not be sitting up here, you know, unforgiving, thinking, but what about when you had your table? No, like, if I want you at my table, if I feel like, you know, I won't feel like, you know, it, it, it's depending on anything. Like, you can sit at my table, you can eat at my table, get full, because I'm going to be so blessed. It won't make a difference. And even if you still have the attitude where you want to sabotage everything at my table, you would no longer be in the position to do so. So it wouldn't make a difference. And that's what God is telling me. He wants me to remember that once I'm in that position, it won't be a, you know, don't get up. You're not going to be at my table and such and such and such. 
So actually, even though I just said that, like that's not what I meant. But this is what I mean. What I mean is, you know, I don't want it to be that. I don't want to sit here in this season when they are obviously, you know, in a position to do whatever it is that they're doing, which is really not much. They just want to make it seem like it's a lot. But that's that's because they realize that I am not aware of, you know, well, I'm aware. I'm just not there yet. So I always thought it was sneaky and snake like for people to find you before you're who you're going to be and they know you're who you're you're going to be somebody and they try and sabotage you before you can get there because it's past you not feeling like I'm ever going to be somebody you know I'm going to be somebody and you don't want that to happen and that's wicked but and not only that you know you're not going to be able to stop that so you feel like you know how about I how about I take this opportunity while you're not there yet to try and make you feel as bad as I possibly can about the position that you're in now. And let me try and get that advantage. You know, I have that advantage now. So let me kick you while you're down. I never respected that. But, you know, I realized like God is telling me the whole time, like, don't feel bad for how they're treating you. Feel bad for them because they feel like that's uh okay and like that's the you know like don't you feel bad that somebody would you know know who you're going to be and instead of trying to encourage you and support you into getting to that point the people who are supposed to who claim to love and care about you are supposed to love and care about you you know you want the best for them and instead they'd rather kick you while you're down because they know you're going to be that one day and they despise that feel bad for them because if I ever knew somebody was going to be great one day, the only thing I would do is pray that they get everything that they deserve. Everything. That's all I do. So, you know, praying on my downfall and it's sad, you know, but it goes further than that because I've always known people, different people are praying on my downfall. But to literally do that, because you can't pray on somebody's downfall to God. He's not hearing that. You have to pray on somebody's downfall to Satan. So to actually be praying on my downfall, quite literally, meaning you're consulting with Satan. You are, you know, doing witchcraft, sabotaging my life, throwing curses on me, putting demons on me and deliberately and intentionally trying to destroy me daily. That's sad. So when I hear them trying to like, you know, be cool and comfortable and like, oh, it's cool now, you know, after everything that happened, just let's just play it cool just go with the flow you know everything's good nobody's attacking you today they've tried this a million times and immediately you know god is like let it go just let them just whatever you know they want to act like this is a position you're gonna be in so enjoy it for now you know it's peace ain't it they're not attacking you and i'm just like okay i'm gonna listen to you god but at the same time i just didn't like you know I didn't like it. I didn't like that feeling. It's like, ugh, like, how could you? So I just decide I'm not going to attack you. I'm not going to fight you. I'm not even going to remind you, you know, what you are just doing. I'm just going to pray because I know as soon as I start praying, you show your true colors. So I get up and I start praying. 
as soon as I get the thought to get up and start praying, they like, wait, no, what you mean? We're like, we're cool. We cool with you right now. Like, we're not attacking you right now. Like, and then they, st- I'm like, okay, see, yep, I knew it. Now you're showing. So I get up and I start praying. Once I get up and I start praying, you know, they start attacking me and then boom, it comes down. It comes down. Like the whole facade they were trying to put on, it was some type of spell or something where they try to make me like, okay, we set this up while you were sleeping. This is a, this is a attempt to get you to forget what you are fighting for and keep moving forward like this so that we can live because we know and we can tell by how things are going in a few we will cease to exist all of this whatever we're doing is coming down god is bringing it down through you and this is our attempt at getting you comfortable enough to stop fighting maybe it'll buy us time but even though i know that regardless of anything they're not going to be able to keep whatever it is that they have because it's of the devil I still, you know, am like, what makes you think I'm not going to fight as hard as I can still, though? Because if I can't have this, if I couldn't have had this peace every single day of this whole entire experience, what is the point? You know, I'm not about to sit up here and be cushy with you. And then tomorrow I'm fighting for my life again. No, I'm going to fight for my life every day until it's over with. That's what it is. So... You know, some days are better than others, but I only accepted it when it's of God. Anytime they're giving that type of day, keep it. So that's when God is like, you know, telling me everything. He starts telling me everything. He's like, yeah, yep. And I can't really make out the words. I just know what he's saying. You're so blessed. You're so blessed. What you're about to have, what you have, like it's you, you're chosen and like this is it, like it's you, like it's not going to be nobody else. And I don't feel like that part was God because I, like I said, but God is all in it though because I feel like, you know, whoever this is, you know, even if it's not of, if it's not specifically God. Because I've been getting words as many different people. I don't really want to get into that. Because I fought all last year with that. And I feel like their hope. That might be another one of their tactics. Like there's a, there's like it's like an onion. It's the levels. The, the layers to their tactics. That this doesn't work. And let's try this. And let's try that. And let's try that. So I'm kind of at this point a little used to that. So with that I was like uh, I don't know. So I'm just trying to focus on God. They're trying to convince me that who I am praying to isn't God. So I dealt with that. And it's like a roller coaster. Like, is it God? Is it not God? Is it God? Is it not God? Right? And there's this feeling like, you know, they're trying to convince me. It's somebody is trying to convince me. It's this trying to convince me. It's that. Regardless of whoever they try to convince me that it is, the fact of the matter is I'm not going to stop praising God regardless. So it won't matter. At the end of the day, it won't matter. So, because if that's the, you know, goal and the intention is to get me away from God, that's not happening. So, that's when, you know, just a bunch of different things happen. They're trying to convince me different things. And I just stay focused on God as much as I possibly can. 
then then that's when I realized a few different things. I realized that once I get up and start praying, I heard like a bunch of like, it felt like commotion in the spirit realm where it's like rumbling and rushing and, you know, like um, scrambling to get things together. And then I heard a, wait, no, stop. Like, you know, don't do this, don't do that. And then I felt like someone trying to block me from trying to worship God. And I realized that that was an opportunity for them to stall. And they do this a lot. And usually I am like, okay, you know, (laughs) I feel so bad because I'm so blessed by God that I have such a power that I realized that, you know, when it comes down to it, you're not going to win anyways. And it wouldn't matter if I gave you an opportunity to, you know, get your stuff together, be, you know, get a head start, whatever it is you need to do. You already, you know, starting on unfair terms. You attacked me while my guard was down and you're trying to lie to me every day and convince me that I'm not who I am. So, you know, you already starting on unfair terms, whatever take whatever advantage that you need because i'm so confident in god and his power that i realize that you're not gonna win anyways and that's unfair to you but that's the side you chose to be on so you know i'm not about to apologize for being chosen by god and being anointed by him and you having a problem with that so that's when you know i heard them scrambling to get things together and they're like wait no no you know give this person a chance or this witch a chance to, you know, I guess, you know, get ready to fight or whatever. Because it's like a fight every time I'm, every time I read my Bible, every time I pray to God, every time I listen to gospel music, every time I just think about God. No, just every time I open my eyes every day. Because when I open my eyes, I have an anointing on my life. The second I open my eyes, I'm thanking the Lord from the birth that I'm taking. Everything that I do, everything I see and how I see it. It's of God. So it's a fight for me to just live. And I said that I'm fighting for my life every day. And so I realized, you know, it's just whatever it is, whenever I'm praying, they need to get stuff set up. And I'm still feeling like it doesn't matter because I'm like, God has already told me how this is going to end. I've already got given, been given the vision of how this ends. So usually i give them that advantage or i give them that chance to get everything set up do whatever they need to do but this time i'm like no like actually like i'm getting so frustrated because this thing is being dragged out that you know even though i don't feel like it's being dragged out it's all perfect in god's timing but like you know i just i just realized something yesterday while i was watching this sermon from this pastor she talked about you know she said you have three days and she said the the witch, any witch in the family, in the bloodline, whatever, has three days to repent or face death. So, you know, I spoke to God about it. And God is just like, you know, anything you really want and put your heart on, you're going to get. So if you really want that, do that. You can do that. But, you know, no, not necessarily. That's not what, you know, I had in mind. So... 
I ain't gonna say that's that's not what God had in mind. God is like this is ha- this can happen at any time. This can happen any day now. This can happen whenever you're ready. So, and I'm ready right now if I want to be ready. But it's like I I still got that that soft spot in my heart for this person because this is a family member, and uh, I used to consider a close family member. I don't know how to feel about it, you know. But this is a family member. So every single time I hear what's going on, I say, you know, no, you know, God, give her another chance to like repent and just give her a little bit more time. And I'm always praying for this person and I'm always hoping this person will get, you know, will be. I'm always hoping that this person will repent and turn to God and just let whatever else evil plans whatever they had in mind whatever it is they were up to let it go and just you know move forward because this can end up a better way i spoke i spoke about in a previous episode about how jesus came and died on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins and that was the the prophecy foretold and you know that that was going to happen regardless because the prophecy had to be fulfilled but I also, you know, spoke about how as a child, Jesus came to me. He said to me, God has always had a hope for us to be better. So even though Jesus died on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins, his hope was that he wouldn't have had to. That we would have turned, you know, around, turned our life around and, you know, accepted him as the Messiah and became the people we were supposed to be. So... He came to me and told me that as a child, and it made so much sense because I said to myself so many different times, well, if Adam and Eve were supposed to stay in the Garden of Eden and live eternal, have eternal life, then why were they kicked out? Doesn't God know everything? So that question was answered when he said that he hoped that Jesus didn't have to die, even though he knew that he would have to. So the the point is it doesn't always have to end these way this kind of way it's just that god knows his he knows us because we're constantly you know breaking promises a lot of us are rebellious and stubborn and you know that's that's why so you know with that being said that means that God has a hope that this person will repent and turn away from their sin and just give it up and let it go. Like, just let it go. Like, it's not, like, you don't have to win this. You won't win this. It doesn't have to end the way it's going to end if you don't give up that hope and winning, you know, in the way that you intend to, which is never going to happen because it's evil. And... You can't attack God's anointed and expect for him to allow that to, you know, happen like that. I Granted, I'm not perfect. A lot of times I'm making a lot of mistakes, but he has shown me he's not going to let anything happen to me. He's shown he showed me how this is going to end. So that only means that this person and he already gave me the word like in the middle of last year towards the end and this year that he has warned them he has warned them everybody is going to be brought to repentance or else 
and that else is like you're going to die in your sin so i don't want to be i don't want to say that strongly but like everything's coming down that i know for sure and if you're not going to repent i feel like this person is like telling themselves telling themselves confidently or ignorantly and foolishly well right before it happened the seconds before the second before it seems like you're gonna win is when i repent because that's only because i know i'll can't i'll know i can't and you know i'm not giving up because i feel like even if it's up into the last seconds i could possibly win and this person is not going to win so this person has to win and you know and the process is counting on that and god is telling me right now even like they have no clue or no idea when their last seconds will be on this earth and they're sitting here unprepared you know and i just read about the foolish versions today which i love reading about that but they're sitting here unprepared expecting to be able to have enough time to turn away from what they've done when they feel they they want to when when they feel things aren't going to go their way you know in the last few seconds they feel like they're going to have enough time to make right on that and he's telling them do it now because you don't know when that time will be and you don't know if you'll have enough time you don't know if i'll even show you enough mercy and grace to give you enough time granted you have to face consequences for what you've done but i'm merciful and gracious enough to allow you to come into repentance regardless of what you've done and i feel like that's just like I feel like it's a no-brainer, but of course I feel like that. I'm already, I've already come into repentance to God. I've already, you know, decided that that's the best, that's the best idea. Like, and if you're smart, then you know that because the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord, the Bible says. So if you don't have fear of the Lord, you are not wise. And, you know, I don't understand how people can live here on this earth and understand that life is so short. People die every day and all these unexpected deaths and unexpected demises and then unexpected misfortunes, even if you don't die, you know, and you you really think that you have some sort of control over when you think that you can, you know, repent when he's telling you repent now because you don't know when if i die now i pray to the lord i've done enough to make it into heaven but at least i will know that i have repented and accepted the lord jesus as my lord and savior if you die now and you haven't done that you don't even have the chance you don't even have a chance it is wise to turn to him the almighty power and before now and i'm not even making excuses because i didn't have to see all of this to know but before now okay you know you could have blamed your ignorance because you didn't know for sure or based off of your logic of sureness that god was real that this is real and that you're playing with fire you didn't know that before but now you are not ignorant you know for sure because you've seen and that's you know even giving you the benefit of the doubt that you didn't know before 
so what's sad is that you know the lord told me also last year a new word that i'm loving i'm going to live by for the rest of my life is that when you're ignorant you're not held responsible but once you know you are held in full responsibility of what you are doing you were ignorant before or at least could have said you were or have claimed that you are no longer ignorant you know you know he is real you have seen him you have witnessed him he has saved you you have no excuse and playing with fire like life is not as short and as dangerous and as unpredictable as it is you know when it's not well god is in full control God is in full control of everything is what you need to understand. You have no control over your life. And knowing that and playing with fire still is just way too dangerous. But, you know, every single time I think, like, this person, these individuals, they are waiting, saying to themselves, well, I'll just do it. Whenever I feel like it's right before, you know, whenever you win or whenever he's actually coming back or whenever, you know, it really looks like all that stuff you're saying is going to happen is going to happen. I'll just do it two seconds before then as if you'll have the chance. And if you do have the chance, that's mercy and that's grace. And based off your attitude, I don't know if you'll get the opportunity. So it's like. To play with God like that. You know how I many people have said, you know, I'm going to get my life right, you know, around this time, around that time. And then their life ended, boom, smack dab in the middle of their sin and their unrepentance. And where are they for the rest of eternity? And you're playing with him. And I just look to God. I thank him and I cry. Because I say, God, like, you are so patient. You are so very patient with each and every single last one of us, including myself, to be seeing this happen every single day. People play over you, mock you, scoff, and pretend as if what they see happening is not happening and play with you like you are not almighty power and not in full control of everything. And they, and it's, it, it's one thing when you're just making mistakes in life and you're just not living the way you're supposed to be living. That's one thing. But to go far enough to attack God's people because of them being God's people, you are playing with fire. You have no understanding who you are dealing with. This is God. You fear the devil? Do you have any fear of anybody here on earth or anybody at all? Well, you need to understand that they have nothing on God. <laughs> nothing on God. To fall in the hands of a living God is a fearful thing it is a fearful thing so i feel for them i really feel for them and even though i will have to endure suffering and i will have to you know go through this and hear the mocking scuffing god out where's god have god save you god's not doing anything about it ha 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 all this stuff i read psalms every day it's all there it's all there all this stuff that they do Everything that they say, it's literally in Psalms, word for word. And he's never failed nobody. And you think he will fail me? You're a fool. So, it, it's scary. It's scary because 
you you know people people are people people are people but god is god and this is not a game his will be done glory be to him always so i'll just end it with that because i feel this strong sense of you know are you serious because god is never not serious he is not a game he is nothing to play with he's amazing he's wonderful he's merciful gracious loving compassionate caring patient slow to wrath slow to anger he's everything we need him to be why would you play with that so i pray for their souls every day i try my best they attack me when i pray they attack me when i read my bible they attack me when i worship him do you think he is taking this lightly he is not taking this lightly but also i want to acknowledge that he's allowing this to happen he is allowing this to happen because he wants you to be brought to repentance he's giving you every last second you may need and that's so abundant of him like every time i think about that i say I love you so much. I love you so much, God. And I thank you so much, God. Because, like, you don't understand. Like, if that were me and God were that patient with me, which he is in different ways. But if I were you and God was being that patient with me, where he's allowing you to attack his anointed and his chosen, sent to deliver you, excuse me, sent to guide you and help you to him, guide you to him and help you and deliver you. You're attacking the very person he sent. I just read about the vineyard owner and the men that he had, you know, tending to it, his workers, and how they weren't doing a good job. And so he sent people to tell them to pack up and go. They killed them. He sent more people, told them to pack up and go. Some higher than the people he sent before. They killed him. He sent his very own son. And they killed him. And then he asked. Jesus asked. So what do you think he will do when he shows up? He said surely they will. Surely he will kill them. And rent the uh, turn the vineyard over to someone else who can take care of it better. And care for it better. That's what's going to happen. And... He's like, of course, this is what's happening now. This is what Jesus said. He sent his very own son to die on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins. And we murdered him. Or, or you know, not us per se, but yes, us. Murdered him. And every prophet that he sends is attacked and persecuted. What do you think he's going to do? What do you think he's going to do? And I've never seen, you know, it be this, you know, just wicked. I don't know what to say. I've seen wicked, but I've never seen it to this extent where wicked is normal. Good is bad and bad is good. Reprobate minds before it feels like that's even supposed to be happening unless that's what's happening. The end times and the rapture soon. Earlier today, 
the Lord, I believe it was the Lord, gave me a vision of me floating up to the sky. And I, I, the roof or nothing stopped me. I just floated on up. And as I sat there and I prayed, I said, every the, these this wicked, dark energy kept trying to get me to curse his name for feeling like that's just not happening soon enough or like it feels like it will never happen or like you know there's something I'm not doing right in order for that to happen now and I feel I genuinely feel like God is saying that's happening you're leaving everything behind and he said that to me when I thought about getting an apartment today I said I'm going to go get an apartment and the Lord said don't worry about anything don't worry about anything I've been telling you that and I said, but, you know, I don't know how long this will take. Maybe I should get an apartment and separate myself from this kind of energy, these kind of people who are, you know, doing these kind of things. And if, you know, anyone is wondering, that's why I'm still around this type of, you know, behavior. Because I can't escape it. And God is like, it doesn't matter because you're going to be floating up and you're going to be leaving everything. He, he, show, he, show, he had shown me me leaving behind everything even the phone in my hand which i was using to worship him with worship music everything and i just wanted so bad for that to happen right then right then like lord please take me now because it felt it gets unbearable but you know i realized he's being patient and i'm so that's why I love him so much because he's so patient with us because if I were them and I needed those extra couple of days hours months or even years to be brought to repentance so that I could be saved for eternity I would be so blessed and honored and grateful and thankful that he had given me that much more time so even though I am that you know I'm that person because think about all the people who have been waiting before I was even born so I am, you know, I understand. So I'm grateful for him. But, you know, I just see people playing with fire. I see the games people are playing. And I realize, like, we must be minutes, minutes away from the rapture. Those may be heavenly minutes, but that's not a long time. You know, this is not, this is not a game. It's not a game. But, you know, God is telling me there's things I need to work on, and I'm going to keep working on those things. You know, even though I have to fight people to work on these things, I'm going to keep working on these things and keep praising him in advance. So we'll see.